0: I wonder if you've ever used coded language before uh, to try and maybe get a secret message across. When I was a kid, uh, we used to use Pig Latin. Who's heard of, anyone heard of Pig Latin, is that? Yeah, a few of us have. It's where you take the consonants from the beginning of the word, they're the not vowels, and you put them at the back of the word, and then you put A at the end of the word. And so the words all sound a bit funny. And we used to use these in class to pass notes around So that when your teacher kind of said, hey, what's that? And looked at it, they just see it was gobbledygook and they didn't know what it meant. So I'm going to put some Pig Latin up on the screen here. And I'm going to get some helpers here to maybe read these out for us. So the first one says, et slay, a play, on ye, et a, irate, pay, ipshe, et ye, un Now, that seems a bit like gobbledygook, doesn't it? Um, Would you like to read out what it says? Yeah play on the pirate ship at lunch. Yes, let's play on the pirate ship at lunch. Thank you. See, that, that's pretty easy. So if your teacher saw that, they'd say, what's this rubbish? And they just throw it on the floor. But your friend knew, meet me at the pirate ship at lunchtime. Okay, what about the next one? Is-they, apple-che, is-ye, te a ye a a-me-te. Who wants to read that one? There you go. Is chapel? This chapel is taking a long time. Yes, this chapel is taking a long time. You could pass that to your friend, and I, they wouldn't know what it said. All right, last one's a bit longer. It says, "Ame all altinde eedsne otte ode am thingse aboute ishe e a e a a e n me is <laughs> ye ate a a oye o ye is ye it ye ust ye aiding fe away ye." Who wants to do that one? No? Alright. It's a bit longer. Here's the microphone. Here's the words. Go for it. Mr. Chuang needs I don't know what Thank you very much. Yes. It's a bit of fun, isn't it, Pig Latin? It's a great way to sort of pass secret messages around. And um, the reason I put that up there is because this term in chapel in senior school, we're going to be thinking about a book that is kind of written in code. Uh, And it's the very last book of the Bible called Revelation. And it has stacks of wacky and confusing images in it. There are things like seven-headed, fire-breathing dragons. There are beasts covered in horns. There are winged creatures covered in eyes. There are these mysterious horsemen that ride funny-coloured horses. There are armies of locusts. It is a very confusing book, but not if you know the code. You see, the book of Revelation is a vision that one of Jesus' disciples named John He received it at the very end of his life from Jesus himself. And it was a vision of how to actually see the world clearly. It might be written in loaded, coded language. When you know the code, uh, you can actually see things for how they truly are. John was locked up in a Roman tower on an island, uh, but Jesus appeared to him and gave him this message that became known as the book of Revelation. But it was not Jesus as we would normally picture Jesus. He was not kind of all flowing and chill. He was not hanging dead on a cross. In fact, John says that when he saw Jesus, this is what he looked like. Jesus was dressed in a robe and with a golden sash wrapped around his chest. The hair of his head was as white as wool uh, and his eyes were like a fiery flame. His feet were like fine bronze as it is fired in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of cascading waters. He had seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp double-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was shining like the sun at full strength. Jesus himself looks all kind of different, sort of hidden, coded, not how we would normally picture him. Uh, Here's some AI-generated images of what Jesus might have looked like in Revelation 1. It's a little bit kind of scary, isn't it? Now, when John saw Jesus like this, he fell down in fear at that moment, Uh, but Jesus uh, comforted him and reassured him that everything was going to be revealed and everything was going to be okay. This can all seem confusing to us, but to the original Christian readers... This image of Jesus and all the other coded images made perfect sense. See, that was kind of like a spiritual pig Latin because all those images of beasts and dragons and armies of locusts, rivers of blood, all those images were already in the Bible. They run all through the Old Testament and the New Testament. And if you know your Bible, you can know the language of Revelation. And for people like John trapped in that tower, he knew that the Bible, God's word, it promised that Jesus would bring final victory and hope forever. But it didn't feel like that. You see, when John saw that vision of Jesus, he was in prison in that tower because he was a Christian. The Roman Empire had been turning the heat up on Christians, literally, burning them, crucifying them, sometimes both. At the very least, for John... And others, being a Christian back then meant real suffering. Things looked hopeless for Christians. And so when Jesus spoke to John and painted graphic, vivid, loaded, coded pictures, he was telling John and us to look deeper, to look beneath the surface of the everyday, to crack the code and see the truth. The reason for the loaded, coded language was partly to get underneath the nose of the Roman authorities, kind of like your teacher with Pig Latin. They didn't get all the codes. They weren't aware that when it spoke of this ten-horned beast it was actually poking fun at the Roman emperor. But the Christians knew that. They knew how the Bible worked, and so the code was revealed to them. And that's why it's called revelation. It's a revealing. It's sometimes also called the apocalypse. And both words mean the same thing, to pull something back, to unveil, to expose it. It's like opening the curtains of your bedroom on the uh, first day of the summer holidays and seeing the sun shining and endless weeks of relaxing ahead. It's like listening to the uh, engine of your car humming and then lifting the hood and seeing all the moving parts uh, working together. It's like being at Parliament and being led to the cabinet door and being led in to see the Prime Minister and all the ministers making all those big decisions that shape our nation. All of those are revelations, apocalypses, And the revelation that lies behind all these weird and wacky codes in this last book of the Bible is really very simple. In fact, it's right here behind this blind. Here's the revelation. Jesus wins. That's the message encoded into this entire book of Revelation. For John and the other Christians whose very lives were being threatened, the message was simple. Jesus wins. If you follow Jesus today, maybe your life isn't always easy. If you only seem to experience weird looks, confused comments about your faith, or you just feel left out, Jesus wins. If you're not sure about Jesus, but you know that the suffering and the loneliness and the loss of this world can sometimes feel overwhelming... And no one seems to be able to do anything about it. Jesus wins. Jesus wins over bullying, disease, corruption, betrayal, hatred. That's the simple message that doesn't need pig Latin or dragons to hide it. And it's the truth that we'll reveal this term in chapel together. I'll pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that you love us and that you have set us free from our sins by your death and resurrection. Jesus, it's a bit confronting to think of you as a mighty warrior with fiery eyes and a voice like thunder. And so we're comforted that when when John saw you and he fell down in fear, you placed your hand on him and said, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. I was dead, but look, I'm alive forever and ever. Jesus, you win and you will always win. So please help us to believe that when we trust in you, we can be assured that we will overcome death forever as well. Amen.